0: Welcome back to Prem de la Prem, a Premier League podcast by the people and also for the people. Mm. Pat, say what's up. What's going on, people? Welcome to episode three. Uh, if you're hearing this, it's not too late. You made it to episode three. We're still kicking. Um, you know, we we took a little hiatus last weekend, but we're back better than ever. We're going to check in on our takes, see how stale they are three weeks in. Yikes. Check the old back of the refrigerator, see what's still... Uh, we're still making some smells in there. Uh, we're going to move on to the weekend roundup, see how our favorite teams are doing. And then I think we're going to round up with some new segments. And uh, as always, we'll talk VAR mm. as needed. So, uh, Pat, tell me uh, tell me about your boys.
1: How are they doing? Uh, well, I mean, we beat West Ham. I'll tell you, quite frankly, there was, I think it was, just, you know, five... Five minutes between Artonovich's goal and Monreal's goal. Those were nervy five minutes. That was uh it was it was is this Arsenal of old? Do they have any sort of grit? Like I was I was asking myself all those questions. And then you you laugh at me when I say, but my boy Monreal comes up with a big goal yet again. Every single oh, goal he scored. He's the
0: goat for the reason. Yeah, La Cabra. Uh, I think it's due to the the teeth. But you know, ph- it, I think we established on our previous podcast, it's physical, goat.
1: Yeah, yeah. But he's not turning like himself it. into at least a cult legend. Uh, every goal he has scored for Arsenal, they have been uh, tied or trailing. So that's kind of he's fed into this thing of like, you know, it's not every time Arsenal needs something he's there, but every time that he scores, it's a it's a big goal. He's wearing uh, his
0: clutch jeans. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I mean, just he's. Um, He's I mean he displaced Gibbs. Gibbs was kind of like brought in to move him away. Uh, and he and Kalizniak was supposed to be a successor and I mean he's hurt, but you know, I Is I, he hurt
0: or does he have a cold? What God
1: knows what happened. I don't know man.
0: the I don't know the difference these days.
1: He's putting stuff on his Instagram. He's playing Fortnite just fine, so I don't know what I don't know what he's up to. He's not at he's not at London Conley. I don't know what it was a subtle it was a subtle Ozil dig. Yeah. Well, I tried to avoid that as quickly as I could. Because uh, it wasn't that subtle, uh, no. But they, they. I mean, there's still a lot of things that make me nervous about Arsenal, like, um, you know, the fact that I think we have one competent defender. Um, I can't
0: I've been very pleased with them. Say who that is? Huh? I can't confidently say who that is. I think you well, can. It's, okay, I'm three. I'm three. One, two, three. Kishana. Socrates.
1: Kulsheddy's coming back from an Achilles injury. <laughs> Socrates has been fantastic. Mm, all right. No, he's been Continue. great. He really has been. He's also the third fastest guy on Arsenal, which I did not. They did like a speed test. Oh, they did came- the beep test? Yeah, he was the third fastest. That kind of blew my mind. Uh, no, but I've, I've been thrilled with him. Still trying to figure out what we're doing in our midfield. Xhaka, Torreira, Guendouzi. Who's who's doing what? So uh, one Ozil of my was questions for left you. out of the team last week. There's just a lot of kind of I don't know what's going on, but. West Ham and then Cardiff, then the international break. You know, so I'm, I'm feeling confident we'll get to the break mm-hmm. with six points, mm-hmm. and then we can kind of figure shit out.
0: I think Gunduzi is that was one of my questions for you too about Terreira. I think Gunduzi's picking up a lot of props for his his like exuberance and his mm-hmm. effort and his dedication to the cause. I haven't seen anything too compelling in terms of output from him. I think he's made a couple good passes, but how how would you be feeling? You know, you're Terreira you get brought in. And you're sidelined for basically a punt on a on a youth team academy player.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you're I think um, you're selling Gunduzi a little bit short there. Um, and I'm not saying that he's you know the the prince that was promised, but um, he was Emery's at PSG. Emery thinks very high of him. I'm sure. I'm sure that he's he's the, the way that I've kind of taken it is this is Gunduzi's job in the long term to lose. And so Emery's going to give him a shit ton of chances. Um, I think in the short term, it's Xhaka's to lose. Uh, and we talked about this a while ago when you you know, you know have the, the, the players that are just on your shit list that have a good game. Xhaka played great against West Ham. And I wish he, I mean, I don't wish he didn't, but I want Torreira to start. And I don't think that
0: Guendouzi's going to give I'll openly admit that I don't want Fellaini to play a good game when he gets out on the field.
1: Speaking of guys that can score big goals, he seems like he's always he's always putting that big ass dome where it needs to be in big moments. <laughs> Did it for Belgium. I mean, Did it for, does it for United? Just against Arsenal. Fair enough, but um, I would say um, yeah, I I don't know, I I think Terreira still kind of getting into the team. He showed up to um to London with about probably just like a week or two before the season started, uh, coming off the World Cup campaign you I don't think he really speaks much English so maybe I'm trying to I'm I'm making excuses for why it might take a long time for him to get into Lack the team of English. But, I mean the the fans love him there's a huge response every time he comes on the field I think he has just and we could we don't need to dive too deep but one of my concerns with Arsenal is the fact that we're you know up 2-1 against West Ham at home and Bellarine is sitting in the West Ham box while West Ham is counter attacking in the 88th minute it just—we have a lot of people who just don't know situational football, I, um, and Torreira is one of those more. guys. And I think that the way Arsenal play, with you know, frankly, I've never been a huge Bellerin fan, but he's been creating a lot offensively so far. Uh, he offers fuck all defensively, which worries me because
0: that's where he plays. That's the uh, classic David Luiz argument: buy yeah. a defender because <laughs> he can hit banger free kicks. <laughs> no, he's been very
1: industrious on that right. Uh, that right flank. He's had a couple assists already. You know, he's 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 proving his worth offensively. I question him defensively. I'd like to see Lichtensteiner in some of those tougher mm-hmm. tougher mm-hmm. games because that guy's just a, a proper defender. But anyway, it's clear that that's how we're going to play with the high fullbacks. So I think terreira needs mm-hmm. to come in as that defensive midfielder to break
0: things up. I agree. I think they offer a lot offensively, but therein lies the problem that you're not saying that defenders are offering much defensively and. From what I took away from that Arsenal-West Ham game was I feel like they took the same strategy against Chelsea where they lost in a run and gun, and they were like, all right, boys, let's run it back, see what happens, and this time it paid off against weaker opposition because (sighs) they, I don't know, I think they got away with a lot in that first half against West Ham, and they went down 1-0, and you know, luckily for you guys, they came out of it, but geez. It would have been ugly if we didn't. That kind of stuff, um, it won't come off every week,
1: right? And it's the, and that's where I was saying, you know, you know, not to say same old arsenal, but they make things easy for their opposition. You know, they 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 ask so much of their defenders and of Check, who I think's been phenomenal so far, that it, yeah. they're basically Shout saying, you All know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thick boy, <laughs> yeah, <Yo>, thicky boy, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They basically say, hey, you know. We're going to give you about you know, 10 pretty decent opportunities. If you can put one or two passes together and a nice shot, you're going to get a goal. Against West Ham, it bit us once. Probably could have bit us a couple more times. They, didn't, they weren't as, as opportunistic. Uh, but other teams, I think, have realized this and just play a lot stronger, compact defensively against us. And we were not so great, especially in, without Ozil on the field, at breaking down... A, a a strong compact back line. Uh we yeah. don't we don't have a a guy like uh you know De Bruyne or Hazard or Salah, you know, Mane, you know, the uh even Pogba's was great at it, you know, or or you know, we had Sanchez. I I he didn't pass the ball once he beat people, but he, he, he would beat people. We don't have somebody that's just gonna attack and try to create something. Uh so it's very tough for us to get things going and we have to kind of scrap and claw to mm. get Opportunities, which blows my mind, given the talent that we have. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, we're we're not out of the woods. I mean, we're sitting on three points. By God, you know, it, it, it's not yeah. Three. Who
0: else is sitting on three points? Yeah, Jesus. yeah.
1: Do we want to do we want to make a little Losers. pivot there? Yeah. No, I'm not
0: ready yet. <laughs> okay. I had a couple filler teams before we got there. Okay. Um, who 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 do Arsenal have coming up? Uh, you know Cardiff, who? Cardiff. Okay. So, All right.
1: Hopefully, another um, away. Another feel it out. Oh, that's a good question. If it's away. Then we got another big question to ask of Arsenal after last season.
0: I was I was ready to call whatever team you you named as a potential banana peel. Whatever uh, team was coming out of your yeah, mouth.
1: Yeah, it's 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 away at Cardiff. So um, That's a potential banana peel. <laughs> <laughs> well we could we could pivot to some real banana peels if you'd like. Um Brighton Valvian. Oh no, Liverpool beat them. Hmm. I must be thinking of the wrong team. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> All right, what other, uh, you what other really came you at me to? there <laughs> um,
0: oh yeah we can talk about Liverpool um, the way I had it written out in my manager notes was I mean talking about Liverpool first but then you know I saw your dumb face and I immediately went to Arsenal but uh, hey we're
1: on the up and I, up you know the life of an Arsenal fan
0: Just <laughs> yeah last week's yeah, result what have, what have
1: you done for me recently that's kind Next of how we roll up. yeah,
0: um, yeah so Liverpool speaking of Liverpool dispatched Brighton, not in the easiest fashion. No one Bright- nil victory. Brighton's a tough
1: out, man. They're I mean they're not great, but they're they're a tough team. I mean, if
0: you lose to Brighton, I, it's nothing to be ashamed of. I think that's fair. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially we post- on the road. Top of the table. I guess the only thing I really had to weigh in on their um, on their trips out these past couple of weeks is they are a dangerous prospect because they're getting those clean sheets now. Which, you yeah. know, I think Liverpool last season did what Arsenal's trying to do, which is just outscore the opposition. And they did that with a decent amount of success. And now they're grinding out victories, which is very, very scary if you're City. And as you know, I think it's just a two-horse race. So I don't think anyone should really care.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I hear you. Like, they, they're definitely a lot stronger defensively than they were last year. They've also played West Ham, Palace, and Brighton. You know, two of which they played uh, at Anfield. So, yeah, but let's—I mean, who, who are we going to say? Artanovich—he's great, but that's the best guy that they've had to deal with. I don't even know what kind of chances they've—they've they've given up. Yeah. Um, I think Ke- Ketia has really impressed for me. I think yeah. that he was a big missing piece for them. He's um, what
0: was promised to me and Fred.
1: Oh, you're not you're not thrilled with Fred yet. No, Fred they, they, um. I don't know if uh, Shakiri's gotten a run. It looks like Sturridge is getting a lot of time, and and, and I don't want to say he's coming back yeah, into form. No, Sturridge just is of,
0: that twenty minute, 15 minute guy.
1: If there's anyone that could kind of restore his confidence, it's it'll be Klopp. I don't think he'll ever recover that form that he had of the you know that twenty twelve twenty fourteen kind of range, whatever it yeah. was when he was there with Suarez. But yeah. uh, there's no doubt that he that he has. You know, he, he probably still, still class, a, yeah, you
0: know? Solid player. I mean, yeah. he's not going to oust anyone from that starting lineup. But, uh, you know, Firmino not scoring for my fantasy team has really given me a reason to want Sturge to play.
1: Yeah, that, uh, he, Firmino does so much That's not going to show up in a fantasy team box score. He's like one of those guys that, you know, <laughs> he, he, would think he, he brings much. that team together uh, up top, truthfully, I think. Yeah. It, you know, but, yeah, they're, they are looking complete. I don't see a, a weak spot for them yeah. right now, which is scary.
0: Yeah, agreed. And I think we won't see a weak spot until they get that true test. And I, that was a good point that you made. Um, those three teams are teams you would expect to beat. You know, any respectable side would uh, would usually deal with them, with them. Deal with those teams with no problem. Let me. Um, but um,
1: bef- real quick, I just want to run through what what because um, th- th- that test is coming. And we're going to find out a lot. All right, hit me. Liverpool has Leicester away, not a large test, followed by Tottenham away. Then in the first round of the Champions League, they got PSG. Then they have a little break with Southampton. Then they have Chelsea home. Then they have, and that's in the Carabao Cup. Then they have Chelsea away in the Premier League. Then they have Napoli away. And then they have City home. That is a tough, tough stretch of games. Jesus. So we're going to find
0: out a lot about them. Yeah, you said it right there. (laughs) That is the (laughs) coming-of-age run in a season. It's like, hey, how good are you? Exactly, and I'm really curious to see because my only fear about that squad, the only part of the squad that I don't think is world class can compete with anyone, as we kind of saw in the uh, final against Real Madrid, is that defense and goalkeeping unit, mm-hmm. and how tested are they?
1: Right. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a it's a good, t- and I don't think they're deep there. I like their I like their first options. Uh, I'm really high on. Um, you know, Alexander Arnold and Robertson, I think they both have Joe real... Gomez
0: too, man. He's uh, oh, yeah. playing he's playing opposite Van uh, Van Dyke. You can probably bleep me out after this. Um yeah. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um no, he's really holding his own. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I just don't I mean, who's is is, is
1: Lovern still there? Like who's coming in? Lovern
0: is in that weird patch where he's playing out of his skin, but you're just waiting for him to do something really
1: stupid. R- right.
0: And then so if you got, you know,
1: Loverne and then, I mean, Milner's your jack of all trades, who's, I mean, might be boring, but that man boring can not. play. That, that that man can play. And he's taking, um. seems to be taking all their penalty kicks. So fantasy squad, if, if anyone's listening for that, probably worth it. But um, they certainly seem fit to contend with City. I'd say that.
0: Absolutely. Um
1: I'm just. Uh, Do you worry about City without um, without De Bruyne
0: for two months? I just I just skipped over to the boring James Milner Twitter account. I tried to pull up some gems real quick. Someone asked me if football was coming home. I said I think it might be. <laughs> that's, just, that's just one of the tweets. <laughs> it's a great Twitter follow for those of you out there. <laughs> oh my God. Um. Yeah, City. I'm glad that we're bouncing around different appetizers. We're kind of running the gamut of little. Little starters before we hit the main course, but um, I, what was weird about City dropping points against Wolves was that it kind of snuck under the radar because other teams took the headlines, um, yeah. as we're soon gonna find out. Right. And I think, um, I don't think it was just because other teams took the headlines. I actually don't think there was much to be worried about in that game. It was no. a game that City should have won. It's early in the season when it's okay for these things to happen. And they're so deep in rotation. I think De Bruyne is the only person in that City team. Probably De Bruyne and Aguero are the only two players who don't regularly get rotated. I don't think anyone else is really in the midfield to forward lineup regularly playing. Um, um, last, last year, I
1: think um, both you know Silva, um, when he wasn't on his personal leave, and Fernandinho were pretty well, pretty well locked in uh Kyle Walker as well that guy I mean he's he's carved out a pretty permanent role yeah um, no I think
0: about how much Bernardo uh Silva would play on a regular basis he's so and, uh, fucking good Sane and you know it it kills you as a fantasy manager because you want your players to get consistent reps but they're just so good that they don't need to play their you know their rotation players they're they're literally rotation players week in and week out yeah but um, going and back start to wolves
1: every other team in the premier league.
0: Yeah. I'll put my hands up. I didn't, you know, watch the game live. I saw the highlights, but it was I don't know, mostly Man City. Wolves played really really well and deserved the point. It just um I don't know if if I was a City fan, I wouldn't be too disappointed.
1: No, you're not worried. You know, I mean the the only reason that people are even looking at it is cuz they got 100 points last year. And you can't have any they didn't have any slip-ups, really, you know. So yeah. that's the only reason anyone's even looking at it twice. Other, I mean, every every team drops drops points away to what I think is going to be like the lower half of a mid a, a mid table side. You know, that's it's just going to happen. Um,
0: and if it's going to happen, it'll happen now.
1: Right. August. Yeah. It's it's better that it happens now. Yeah. Better yeah. better that than than pull the Arsenal and not win on the road until until like April,
0: February. Watch out. Mark the calendars. <laughs> Is that is that
1: the uptick, the annual Arsenal that's, uptick? That's the month. Oh yeah, that's the month. I love it. Well, Bamyang hasn't scored yet, so it's, it's got to come sometime. <laughs> um, Wait, can I, I, I just pause? Any- can I pause real quick on that? Yeah, Abamyang has been shitting the bed left and right, but he's just got the most positive disposition, and nobody cares. Ozil is like, I mean, he's not playing great, but everyone's ripping him a new asshole every single minute. It blows body my body language. Oh god! Don't get me started on the body language. Body language is such bullshit. It's, it's such bullshit. no.
0: I mean, it really dictates how much you can you can rip into a player.
1: I mean, I I, I get it. Um, somebody else posted something about Ozil having uh, the new phenomenon of butthole eyes, and I just think it's <laughs> him and Pete Davidson, the two man club, <laughs> the two man club of butthole eyes. Uh, but no, I I I don't know. It's just I just think he's got resting like annoyed face and people and also he's got to get balls played into him by old Thunderfeet, hector bellerine and so he's, he's he can't he's dealing with like he's coming from real madrid dealing with some scrubs around him and he's trying to make things happen and things
0: just don't work i think when you get played when you get sorry when you get paid the amount that you get paid as a premier league soccer player effort plays a whole lot into how much fans like you like I think about players that weren't very good. I mean Fred on United is still getting granted its early days. He's getting his cheers because like god help him that man needs some technical ability, but he gets up and down the field and people yeah. appreciate that. But you think about Ozil and from what I see, I'm not even an Arsenal fan and it frustrates the hell out of me.
1: Because mm.
0: he's got so much talent. He's a
1: he's, he's a very divisive player. I, you don't I don't I don't think he, there's people who sit on the fence of like yeah, I, 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 people either love Ozil, like me, or get very frustrated. Like, I, I just think he's held, I mean, maybe he should be, but I think he's held to, to an unfair standard. Especially when you look at the cast of crew around him and the standard that they are being held to. You're asking Xhaka to not turn the ball over, like, when there's no pressure on him. That's Jaka's standard. And he doesn't yeah, get Yeah, but some. I think
0: it's, I don't know, I think it's respectful hate, because I think he's supposed to be the best player on your team.
1: So, the, the, so you're saying, and I, I mean, I can, I can understand that argument, but you're saying that because of his ability, there shouldn't be any kind of discrepancy in his performances.
0: Yeah, and I'm saying you need to lead from the front when you're the best player on the team and lead by example, and he just doesn't put that out there. You see, the thing is, I think he puts that out there.
1: I just don't think he puts out that persona. The persona that you're looking for that that you know that somebody like um you know lichtensteiner no one's ever going to question lichtensteiner i'm just i was just trying to pick like the most intense guy in arsenal and, and just to, to, for, to make a comparison no one's ever going to question his work ethic or his you know what he's bringing to the field every time he steps on it that and i get that about ozil just because he, he shows his frustrations but i think i think soccer's a sport where everybody shows their frustrations I just think that's a common thing. I don't know. I just don't know why Ozil gets the stick that he does relative to his peers. That's all I'm saying. I know why he gets stick. It's just, it just seems to be so much more than I would say he deserves.
0: Yeah, I just think it's that much more out there in in the way he expresses it. Yeah. Yeah, in any,
1: yeah my, that, that was a whole tangent off Young missing,
0: like, 12 sitters, <laughs> and no one cares. <laughs> Another one. Yeah, that was that, that Chelsea game, which is like, oh, wow, they actually did it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It actually happened it again. It could have
1: been 5-2 in the first half. He missed two, and then Mkhitaryan missed one, and then Mkhitaryan followed it up with an absolute banger. You know, Wolby missed one.
0: I think therein lies the frustration with supporting Mkhitaryan. I mean, you would make he's, that case about a lot of Arsenal players. He's good. He's n- he's not good enough. <laughs> he's not as good as you want him to be. And then he just pulls something out like out of his ass. You're like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, I could have used that the last two times. But uh, uh, speaking um, of yeah, uh, so-
1: not being as good as you want them to be, Chelsea. Um, <laughs> Chelsea sitting they, on. Nine. They're three out of three.
0: <laughs> I'm just trying to prolong. You want to trying wanna, to prolong. I got the I'm table in front yet. of me. Do you want to throw I'm out not another ready team yet? No, just, I want to talk about Chelsea.
1: Um, uh, what about Chelsea? You want to talk about the the man of the moment, and that's sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, I really do, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I really do want to talk about sorry. But first off, I mean. Respect where it's due. I think they're just not first place based on goal scored or goal difference. Um, yeah, they're on nine points. And, you know, I was a little hesitant to your take the last episode, I think, when you brought it up, but I do think I've concurred that I think Hazard is the best player in the Premier League. I. And he impacts you know, the game de- more than anybody else, I think. I think. Um, his his argument is strongest right now because Salah's not, you know, quite in that top gear that he was last year, and De Bruyne is injured. I think those are his two biggest competitors, you know. No Kane. Prove, prove me wrong. Everyone sleeps on Aguero. The dude's going to end up, like, one of the oh, best he's my pick. Hey, yeah. it's, on the, it's on the record. He's my pick for top goal scorer. Speaking of
1: mine, we can just talk to my stale take. Lukaku might not get five. Oh, shit.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, we totally skipped past uh, – I think I was a little I was a little trigger happy at the start of the show. We we totally went past our our takes. Um, let's finish Chelsea. Okay. Let's go back to our takes. Or maybe let's just let's go through all the teams and then we'll do our takes, just because okay. you can look at it holistically.
1: Yeah, well, kind of like pivoting off that, Chelsea was a team that, you know, you thought they'd stick together. You were two out of three, right. I thought they would crumble and collapse. And they have proved me wrong, at least in the short term. Um I think um Barkley's actually really impressed. Um, mm-hmm. agreed. Like I think that he's 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 finally showing what I think we've we were told we were supposed to see for such a long time at Everton and, it makes, and, and at Chelsea and it, yeah. it, I he's one of the guys that I don't even I don't know why but I've just always rooted for him. So it's actually like nice to see him playing well. Same.
0: I'll I'll always root for English players and you know when he would play at Everton there was the argument that it's just Everton. But I was watching the Arsenal-Chelsea game, and he was one of the better players on the field. He was. He was. That's good on the one hand. On the other hand, it's kind of sad because I'm looking around, and I feel like he's the first player to get hooked when they're bringing someone on from the bench or when Hazard is going to start, and I feel like he's already in that place where he's going to start starting games again.
1: Yeah, I mean, it also helps. I mean, it doesn't – sorry, it doesn't help that um, Murata's in decent form, Willian's in decent form. I mean, it's a
0: tough – like, Murata obviously, you scores can't. one goal. Yeah, <laughs> finishes one one on one opportunity. Did, yeah, didn't the dude's on break fire? Away. Yeah, yeah.
1: Didn't <laughs> changed his number to a non-goal scorers number to fuck with his own head. Love it. Love Sixty nine. Yeah. Is it sixty <laughs> nine? No. Can you imagine? I thought it was twenty nine,
0: which is just a ridiculous Hot number out for the gates a striker. With the number change.
1: He was nine last year.
0: That's a perfect striker number.
1: Oh my god. <laughs>
0: But yeah, that was like Valencia. Valencia was number seven for a season after Ronaldo left, and he was like, "Fuck this," (laughs) (laughs) and then dipped out. Everyone's like, "Yeah," and now now he's a fan favorite
1: and captain. Uh, But no, Chelsea. I think they're they're a team that I think is um, like like Liverpool and like City. They don't have any glaring flaws. I just think they're a step below.
0: Yeah, I mean, I agree. I. I've always been pretty firm in who I think is competing for the title and who mm-hmm. I think is competing for a top four spot. I think I originally had Chelsea dropping out and I'm still I don't standing think you did. by that. I'm I thought, still. I thought, you
1: did. I thought you had him in fourth.
0: Oh, did I have? yeah, I had Spurs and Arsenal dropping out. You did. Yeah, you're right. All right. Mm-hmm. I still feel pretty good about fourth then. I, I, I don't think their squad's good enough to be up there, but um, you know, it, I think the big wild card there was Sorry, and uh, that Dude's man a fucking legend. is the Italian <laughs> stallion. Yeah, why do I have to just like all of the other
1: top six managers? Like, not oh, all. Of them, it suck? Like, Klopp is the man. Sorry's just chewing cigarette butts. Like, get the man a jewel. Get him something. <laughs> get this guy a USB
0: drive to chew on, like all the other millennials. Yeah, I like it. He's old school. I mean, oh they're still playing God.
1: five at the back, I believe, and you know the the old. The old Italian defense, man, they're going to be a tough team to break down. Actually, I, I should, was so—that's that's not true. Arsenal broke them down. They're not going to be a tough team to break down.
0: N- no, exactly. I think they have that that rough defense that's easy to break down, and there's well, Moses and Alonso. Yeah. But as, as soon as you know Hazard's not on fire and Murata keeps goes back to missing one on ones, they're going to be they're going to be sitting in that fourth place spot. But sorry, I mean, when they hired him, I was like, who's this clown? And <laughs> it took me two games for me to just be like this guy fucks i love this
1: yet again another another segment of ruin our credentials (laughs) i
0: didn't do any background research on the guy who's this clown (laughs) i i'm I'm picturing the moment when someone told him that you know i picture him just like getting off the plane from italy and someone tells him he can't smoke cigarettes in the dugout (laughs) and it's like a national outrage oh god i mean yeah you you gotta love him um
1: but to keep this thing moving, uh they're not in the top six. Well, but the top six sides, we got two left. We got the good and the bad. Where do you want to go? Uh They just I played.
0: Have, I don't have much to say about the good.
1: Yeah, neither do I. Actually, I do. They're shit. Um <laughs> what do we think of shit? Yeah. Don't no. Uh Alright, lay it on me. Okay. So. It's not great, James. Um, Mom, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually am, am. I have a little bit of a milder opinion on where United's at than I think the national media does. But I think the media or the international media, really. Um, I think a lot of that has to do with the the now famous <laughs> press conference. Um, but I actually kind of agreed with Mourinho in that press conference that they. It, it's, it's a cruel game. It's not as cruel as golf, but it's a cruel game where you can play well and just not get the results and not have things go your way. Uh, usually they don't go that bad. Yes. Usually they don't happen at home. Usually they don't happen to a side that you're supposed to show up against. But I thought they showed up for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, my question to you is, are we pressing the panic button?
0: Okay. Um, you can talk about United are, fans holistically and what are you are you pressing the me a button pessimistic United fan everyone else is I am in the sense that I think this is gonna go a lot further south than yikes then uh yeah you know, I think this is I think we're digging a tunnel to China and we're not poking our heads out until we're wearing <laughs> rice hats uh, <laughs> but uh I, as a pessimistic fan, I, I don't know. I don't want to be the guy that says I saw this coming, but I think United fans who thought we were genuinely going to you know, challenge for the title this year didn't read into preseason or, or any kind of flow following the team. Um, The writing was kind of on the wall when he started saying absurd shit in preseason. And what bums me the most out about Mourinho is he's a shell of that person that was the swaggy, cocky, arrogant Chelsea manager. And now I just call him triggered Mourinho because he's just (laughs) it'll take one thing for a reporter to set him off and get him going. (laughs) And for that reason, I, you know, short term, I don't know if this is going to be a crash and burn. As in, I think we might go and win at Burnley. I don't think that's going to change anything. I think the way Mourinho's, you know, kind of at wits with the board and with his own players, I think it's going to be a slow burn down to Christmas when you realize we're not nearly where we want to be. Do we get rid of him now or do we get rid of him at the end of the season? Either way, I'm panic button in the sense that we're not going to win anything under him. And I had, you know, I had a faint glimmer of hope going into the season and yeah, we're three games down, but we lost to Brighton, and then we lost to a potential title contender, 3-0, at a ground where we normally trounce them. Right. Um, but, sorry, that was go ahead. a bit of a rant. I will say, to what your point was, it was an unfair result. Yeah. It We, you know, I think the Lukaku chance was the best chance of the game. There was a Lingard chance late on, but... You know, all things considered, we were gifted that chance. It's not like we created that out of free-flowing play. Um, What is not forgivable is something that would not have flown under Sir Alex, and I hate referring back to Sir Alex all the time, but the way we kind of rolled over and went 3-0 down is very out of character. And I think what you're starting to see is what is Mourinho's team identity? Mm -hmm. It seems like he's trying to take a club identity that was never say die, you know, attack till the final whistle, go hard until the end. And it's a team that's built around solidity and building from the back. You know, Mourinho likes a spine where he, he gets his defense settled. He builds the midfield and then gets a strong striker and, you know, getting leads and then playing tactically to keep them. And, he's destroyed every semblance of that strong defense so I don't know what kind of team we are right
1: yeah I mean I think that you have kind of the characters of a team that is strong defensively but I don't think you have those those individual characters that are so um, kind of iconic of a Mourinho team you know I don't think that you have those figures um, like when you think about those Chelsea teams and you think Essie and you think, uh, I mean, even Czech, but, you know, that's, I mean, I guess it's kind of part of your spine, but you, you, you think Terry, you know, you, you have like right down the middle, you're like, you know, you're strong and you know, you won't get pushed around. Um, I think that, I think that way of um, Baye, De Gea, and Madich, but I wonder, like, I don't know that I see the same grit. Mm-hmm.
0: That's yeah. what I think and-
1: is missing. I think that the, the, the talent is there, but the grit is missing. And I think that you, you hit the nail on the head with the team identity. I don't think they know who they are. And I think it starts with, I mean, I mean, you just look, the, it, I don't want to say the team's in disarray, but w- what is going on with Marshall? Just signed a five-year extension where the manager doesn't seem to want to get him into the team. Uh, yeah. Pogba looks like, you know, he, he you were like, okay, I wonder if this guy's going to have a good run in the World Cup damn near the player of the tournament in my opinion. Uh and then he comes back looking kind of like a shell of what he was just a month or two ago. Um and I don't know it's just it's very confusing even Lukaku. I,
0: I it just yeah, there seems that, to be a missing confidence from frustra- everybody. That's the most frustrating one to me. It's this is the season. You know, last season I think Lukaku had a good season, not a great mm-hmm. season when you're the you're the guy at Manchester United, you need a great season. Like, Van Persie came in, right. had a great season. You know, we haven't seen that out of Lukaku. I thought this was going to be the one. And, you know, that failure to launch, again, is so frustrating. But before we go off again on Mourinho, um, I think a problem he's had his entire career is the player management aspect of being a manager. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's one part of the game where you know the you know tactics, you know modern football. And in the early 2000s all the way through, he was a master of the craft. He didn't need right. that, you know, he didn't need to be a good player manager. But that's why he's, you know, a 3 f- four-year manager of a team, mostly 3, because he can't sustain those relationships. I think you'll hear time and time again those those battles he gets in with players where he'll pick players and, you know, indirectly or directly say you're not good enough or you're not playing my system. And I think the players who have enough self-confidence, like I think he did it to Casillas at Real Madrid, or he did it to a few Chelsea players in the first time he left, and even the second time he left. Yeah. Um, When those players have enough self-confidence, or or they're superstars, they're like, no, fuck you. I have it. And then there's just a power struggle. When you see him do it to, and you're you're seeing that with Pogba right now. Mourinho's like, you're not playing the way I want you to play. Pogba's like, fuck you, I'm great. And right. you got that power struggle, but when you do that to a Bai or a Lindelof, they don't have that superstar confidence to be like, "No, I'm great." They get scared, and they get nervous, and they play really badly, as you just saw. So, yeah. I, I, I think this team has a lot of great potential. I hate to see it kind of sabotage from within. The thing that really sucked
1: about that game for me was uh, was Lindelof. That's a guy that I've been really high on. He, I mean, he—he he nearly, uh, you know, pissed the game away on his own accord. Basically, like, yeah. almost as soon as he got in, uh, if it weren't for De Gea. and I, you I, he, he might have just, you just might have knocked it out of the park yet again. I, I don't. He, he is, I think, clearly a guy with the ability, and I think he's someone that also works well with everybody that he's been paired with. There's never been a, at least in my, you know, whatever games I've watched, he hasn't looked out of place. He looked almost out of place against Tottenham. And to me, that has to be confidence, because it can't, I, yeah. I, I don't know what else it could be.
0: I, I struggle with his full potential and whether he is good enough long run, but let's set that aside. Right. It, it made me, I wasn't, I wasn't mad at him. It made me sad, because yeah. do you ever think about the times, I don't know, when, you know, you were a kid, you were playing high school, and you're just not feeling yourself and your coach put you in puts you in and you have that moment where you're like I don't want to play right now yeah this is gonna suck and you just have that self-defeatist attitude going into the game and and I I think that's what we saw out of him and it was it was really disheartening to see because that's so rough out of a professional if yeah, get a out of a professional. There. Yeah, in front of seventy plus thousand people, it's.
1: Though Luke Shaw stuff. seems to be coming around, so maybe maybe there's some something to just beating somebody down for two years and then letting them beef up and come back <laughs> and when he to goes business. Anorexic, he
0: make him you make him go anorexic. <laughs> Luke, Luke Shaw got the uh,
1: the call up to the to the England squad for the. I mean, the, I, I don't know what I don't know what that is. Says there for. a
0: segment called Toot Your Own Horn" because uh, that was one of my hot takes. No, your hot take
1: was that he'd play all year, and so him going into England is just one more chance for him to get hurt. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, yeah. we, I, I don't know if you have much more to <laughs> to go over with United. I just kind of want I, the one thing I do want to kind of figure out from you, really, is what do you? We're 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 probably like, you know about twenty games into his time there. What do you make of Sanchez and his role in the team?
0: <laughs> Are you trying to prove a point here? I'm just I'm. <laughs> I'm more uh, curious than anything. I will say, I think a game like United Tottenham could have used him in the starting lineup. I think you—he's the kind of player you can't risk to leave him out because he could have a game where he's unstoppable. Not even unstoppable. He just—he he could pull
1: something out of his ass. That's he what can, I'm saying. It's just—it yeah, doesn't even imagine. need to be unstoppable. Yeah, there's. There's not many people – and that was one of the most frustrating things with him at Arsenal, and that's something that I don't think you really um, – I will toot my own horn. I don't think you really fully grasped it until you watched him and rooted for him week in, week out. That
0: yeah. No, it's such a fair point. I, he has
1: all of the talent in the world, and you know at any moment he could do something that likely nobody else on the field can do. And yet he just puts himself in dangerous positions and then chips it right into the defender's face in front yeah. of him.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's the way he plays, which is super frustrating, and then he plays for himself. I, I think you know exactly. I think people had strong opinions on Ozil and Sanchez for different reasons when they mm-hmm. played on the same team, and I think Sanchez has that same um, annoying factor of just kind of positioning himself as the maverick, like the lone guy on the team who's out there for himself, and it just it rubs you the wrong way. And I, like I said, I still want him in the team because I think he can produce those moments more often than my bias will say play Rashford if it comes down to it but I'd put him in the team over Martial. I'd definitely put him in the team over Mata. I think mm-hmm. of our I think of our guys up front. I I think Mata is the odd man out. The person I would get rid of.
1: Yeah, I mean I think yeah, I would I think that you need to you need to you need to bench him to prove a point. Like, he's not above the – like, he he thinks he's better than – I mean, he is better than everybody, but he thinks that way. And when he thinks that way, he
0: doesn't – Are you back on Sanchez? Yeah, I'm still on Sanchez. Yeah.
1: Uh, But uh, that was what um, Lee Dixon would always say, you know, Sanchez and Ozil only pass to each other because they don't don't think anyone else is good enough to pass to. And it's kind of funny when you watch an Arsenal game with the two of them that it is kind of what they did. And so Sanchez, I think he'll he'll play with people at that level. Um, I mean, he, he obviously played at Barcelona, so I mean he's played with the world's best. I I don't know. I'm, I I I'm, I, I, I'm not just, prepared. He's a frustrating to say, guy as well.
0: I'm not prepared to say he's not good for the team or a good addition to the team. I I just don't think he does himself any favors in terms of loyalty and chemistry, which is something yeah. we're really lacking right now
1: the thing of yeah and yeah I'll I guess I'll touch on that now that was a big problem with him at arsenal uh you know a lot of the they'd give interviews players would give interviews and you know it was very clear that he was a lone wolf that he he'd come come to training leave training you he'd do he'd, he'd clock in clock out uh you know he wasn't really one of the guys and uh, my boy El Nenny even when uh when 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 Sanchez I and El and then he plays for the badge. He he he, that, he he does a lot of things, but it's he certainly plays for the badge. Uh, and when when Sanchez left, he posted a picture of something that was just like, "We can you know we finally have everybody here playing for the badge." And and obviously his end at Arsenal was. I mean, it might be a little revisionist history. There were certainly some years where uh, you'd be a fool to say he wasn't contributing to the Arsenal cause. But uh, yeah, that last year was pretty tumultuous, and I wonder if he's already gotten there. But it seems to me like he has the work rate that if Mourinho can corral him, he could be an incredible asset for that United team. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he's, I don't think anybody can corral him.
0: Yeah. And I think it's trying to corral someone into a team where we don't know what kind of system we're playing. So he's like, um, fuck it, I'm going to go chase this ball and do the one-man press. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, know, I, that's his I, system. <laughs> that was one point that I wanted to touch on, but at this point, I don't think I need to. It's, we, I, I don't know what system we're playing. I don't know how we play. It's been two it's been two yeah. years. It's been two years and I don't know how we play and it you know That's rough. I think sometimes I don't know. It, it it looks a little different from Van Hall, which was passing around the top of the box and then maybe getting a cross in. But it's still really just insipid and slow and I, you know when we bring on Fellaini and put him up top that just about sums it up and sometimes it works yeah. but it's just not the team that i want to support so it's a bum. Well, but hey you're in um, it you're in it for the long haul bud hey what's what's this this is bad radio right now what, what, what's, what's this what? it's tree shriek <laughs> what does 3 represent respect
1: <laughs> <laughs> respect oh.
0: respect respect
1: all right so we gotta we gotta that, that rounds out the top six i think we got a, a a couple fun segments now um and then we're gonna dive into a little champions league preview james you wanna you just had a little rough moment you want to have some fun and and put me on the hot seat
0: yeah well i think it all this is all stemming from the Mourinho interview which was an all-time classic oh and it's 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 first a of all interview for him to brag about how many, as United manager, to brag about how many titles he won at Chelsea, just isn't winning him any fans. Oh, that's just that's just Mourinho. Is fine. To... winning a fan out of me.
1: He's making me a
0: fan. <laughs>
1: the first time I'm like, I
0: love this man. He's like, well, fuck you, guy. I was trying to think of a good analogy. It's like, it's like you know you're your sexual chemistry with your girlfriend, your current girlfriend's not too great, and then the com- the comeback is, well, I was great with my old girlfriends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I've been in a relationship for quite some time, and, and, and I wouldn't say that even for shits and giggles. So that's just bad move.
0: <laughs> you don't even dare. <laughs> yeah. um, it's,
1: bad, it's a bad move. So it's
0: quite simply a bad move. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. Take us away. So, so I got a game for you. It's called It's called Who's Man's, and I want you to guess. These are all interview quotes. I need you to tell me: Was it Mourinho or Wenger? <laughs> how many we got? Uh, how many do I have for you? One, two, three, four, five, six. I got seven.
1: Okay, I'm go- I'm, I'm going for five out of seven.
0: One is per- a wild perfect card. F-
1: <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Five out of seven.
0: Okay. First one from a strategic. <laughs> From a strategic point of view, we didn't lose. From a tactical point of view, we didn't lose, but we lost.
1: That is uh, that is Mourinho, and that was this week, and I yeah, loved that, that yeah, quote. Yeah, I set
0: it up for you real good. <laughs> I saw a great meme that was like, <laughs> when you're explaining why your report card wasn't good to your parents. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good.
0: Uh, okay. This that's one should it. be a toss-up, sure. too, to warm you up. Uh I tried to watch the Tottenham match on television in my hotel yesterday, but I fell asleep.
1: He's got to be Wenger, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Wenger.
0: That was yeah. It. Just to get you warmed
1: up to the okay. speed of the game. All right, here's a good one. I could see Mourinho saying that. That's why I was a little nervous. Just this for one, no reason.
0: <laughs> this one kills me. When I read it, I thought it could go either way. Young players are like melons. Only when you open and taste the melon are you 100% sure that the melon is good. <laughs>
1: I'm giving that one to Mourinho. That's Mourinho. Yeah, Wenger <laughs> didn't like playing young players. Yeah, not long, not not for yeah. so a long time. He likes big to melon taster. Fire.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, three for three. All right, here's another one. Uh, when asked if Sir Alex Ferguson gave him an apology, no. Perhaps he sent it by horse. <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: I honestly don't know this one. I'm going Wenger just on the context clue of their uh, their long rivalry.
0: Yeah, but they both had rivalries.
1: Yeah, but I think Wenger and Ferguson's was better than Ferguson and Mourinho.
0: All right. It was Wenger. Four
1: God, for four. I didn't four. know Wenger was that sassy. Not to, yeah. not, not to the Ferguson.
0: Oh, yeah. I guess just they wait. did have their time. Just wait. We have got three time. more. Okay. All right, here's another one.
1: I hope you have my favorite Wenger one. I'm waiting on it.
0: No, I didn't put in decision of the day.
1: <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> I yeah. love it
0: one, but it was too easy. Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Everyone thinks they have the prettiest wife at home. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a football post-match conference.
1: <laughs> I mean, God, it's got to be Mourinho, right?
0: It's Wenger. Oh,
1: fuck. I should have yeah. known that one too. I was thinking yeah. it was. I mean, it sound, that sounds so Mourinho.
0: I didn't even have time to get the context for this one. You just said it. Um, all right, two more. <laughs> for me, the real age is not the age on your ID, that's just the date when you were born.
1: God. These two. This, these are good. I'm actually going to go Wanger.
0: This one was Mourinho. Oh, shit. You threw me yeah. off now. Yeah. Oh, this is my last yeah, one. No. and I got to get it for my 5-7. Right. Last one. Wild card. You ready? Yep. Desire is a great word. I often use the word horny with my players.
1: <laughs> That's Mourinho. It's got to be Mourinho.
0: That was Louis Van Hall. Wild card. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are good. That last one was uh, Louis Van Hal. Though I had to, I had to switch it up on you. Yeah, I got the Louis. I got Louis. Uh, that was funny. That's all I got. All right, yeah. for for uh, who's man's? I like this segment. I feel like we need to yeah, bring it back.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. My my man's Wenger. My favorite quote last year was when the Sanchez Miquelarian rumors were swirling, and he didn't even put Sanchez in the team. Probably a couple of days before the transfer, and everyone knew it was up. Reporter was just kind of asking the softball questions. Said, you know, what? Can you explain the decision? Uh, uh, not to put Sanchez in the team today. And he said, not all decisions can be explained. That was the decision of the day. And I've wanted to use that at work. I've wanted to use
0: that with the misses. That's Why? just a great line. Why didn't you come home last night? That was the decision
1: of the day. Not all decisions could be explained. That was the decision of the day. Now that's gold. And I'm going to look, there was another good one. I'll look it up and I'll, we'll we'll come back to, to to the end of the show. But um, the second fun segment we have, um, this is going to be called respect or disrespect. Okay. And I got a few. So I I was originally just going to do on a scale of one respect to three respects, how much do you respect something? But I also have some negatives here. So on a the scale is it's a sliding it's a seven, respect scale. It's, it's a seven point scale from three three disrespects <laughs> to three respects with one indifferent. Like, you know, Zero just, respect. Yeah, neutral amount of respect. Um, so you, you know, throw you...
0: you throw negative respect.
1: Okay. Well, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with um. Well, I'm gonna say how much disrespect because I I'm not I'm gonna go you can you can go either <laughs> way, but I'll start with a disrespect just so it's clear. How much disrespect uh, are you gonna throw on Burnley sitting on one points and just got bounced? Yeah, in the preliminary stage of the of just the Champions got League. Bounced. I
0: have. How much, I have How much no, disrespect I have a, you
1: put on their season right now? Uh, on one to three. You can you can give respect. You can tell me I'm wrong, and they're going to turn it around no, if they're not no, focus no, on no. Europe. I'm, but I'm you can do whatever you smashing,
0: want. I'm smashing. I'm smashing the two disrespects. Mourinho's got his two Ooh. two fingers up because I think I told two. you. I I told you they had a uh, they had a season of a lifetime, and I think they've been found out, and they can't put that lightning in a bottle, and they just got bounced out of the Europa League, and we're coming in hot off of two straight losses in turmoil, and I think we're going to get a win.
1: So you think they'll be sitting on one point, one point through four. Um, I don't disagree at all. Yeah. Um, it,
0: okay, all right. <clears throat> I like this. Um, I'm getting the hang of it.
1: Okay. My um. My second disrespect. How much disrespect are you putting on on West Ham? Only team in the Premier League without a point. Is that true? I do not even know it that. Is. Yeah. Uh, we got 4 on 1, so it's not like it's not like they're like
0: way behind. I'm putting I'm putting some respect on their name. I'm putting one I'm putting one respect. One respect. Yeah, really? Because I uh, him right they now? seemed that their manager, Mourinho knows this too. He googled it. Their manager is one <laughs> of two managers to have won the Premier League, and I think he's a good manager. And the way the players reacted in the press conference, they seemed calm. Fabianski was like, yeah, I'm not worried. The points will come. Yeah. If we're talking like, are they going to have a good season? No, I think they're going to have an average season, but they're not going to get relegated.
1: Yeah, I don't think that um, anything that happened against Arsenal is a reason to you know, launch a fire alarm. Arsenal away for West Ham is not a sound the alarm type of game. That's one out of three Premier League titles worth of respect. <laughs> I yeah I just love the idea of of uh, Mourinho just sitting on his computer before that press conference, making sure that none of the other, you know, seventeen managers outside of Pep
0: and Pellegrini have a title. That argument's not going to be valid in a year. He <laughs> can only say that in this small window. Yeah, well, yeah, he
1: waited for Wenger to leave, and then. Now- <laughs> He's been holding this quote forever. <laughs> he's, got a he's like, walk. "Fuck Ferguson's got more. Uh, Wenger's got more. Oh, you know, I got my moment now." Yeah, he's got. It was great. Stay woke. Name um, Wenger retire. Yeah, I kind of agree with that on 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 West Ham. Um, how much respect are you gonna put on Watford having not dropped a point?
0: That's two respects. I'm 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 feeling it. And I, I'm glad you brought it up because. I, for the life of me, cannot sit down and watch one of their games. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have not not seen, a Troy Deeney fan. I have not seen a single piece of tape, but I've heard <laughs> that they're sitting in the top four. and um I think they're they're gonna have a good season. I you know, I remember back in the day Hull City, you know, got promoted and they won their first three out of four games and everyone was high on them. They ended up just avoiding relegation, so right. Um, you know, it's, it's really impressive. They, they haven't, you know, beat a top six team, so to speak. Um, so their three wins aren't that amazing, but, you know, good on them. And I think they'll finish in the top half of the table. Interesting. Um, their
1: next two games are uh, Tottenham and United, both home. So Ooh. we're about to find out what they're made of. Um, speaking of Tottenham and United, how much respect – are you giving to Tottenham after their performance at Old Trafford, also sitting on nine points? Are no. they for real? Like, contender for real. Not good for real. We know they're good. No, no, I mean,
0: no they're respect. shit, but they're good. No respect. There's no respect. We beat ourselves. They did not beat us. right So that's a zero? Down. Is that a zero, or is that three disrespects? Oh, no. I'm not indifferent in this level of respect. It's It's... Negative two disrespect. This scale's <laughs> fucking <disrespects>. me up. Two disrespects. <laughs>
1: <laughs> two disrespects.
0: Okay, I like it. Can we have? Um, hopefully, when we go to TV, not just radio, we have little graphics of like a sad Mourinho. That's two faces. Disrespect, oh yeah.
1: And, uh, like a happy. Yeah, we got to make sure that we don't um, talk too loud because Skip and Shannon are going to get a hold of this and they're going <laughs> to they're going <laughs> to steal our thunder. Um, but I'll, I got. Um, I got one more. I thought I had another one, but the the last one I have. I don't know whether it's respect. I don't know whether it's disrespect. But where do we rank? I'm gonna call it the uh, the old devil's three-way between Mourinho, Marshall, and I think Woodward's
0: his name. That whole situation. What is going on? Someone tell me why he signed a five-year extension. What's happening? So
1: let's let's go let's go each way. Um, between like Marshall. To Mourinho, where are you where are you ranking that on the scale? I'm 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 giving three people different
0: <laughs> scales in <laughs> in relation. Well, no, is it
1: is it just is it just a three disrespects all the way around, or is it respect to uh, Mr. Woodward for for
0: giving? Uh, no, no, Martial respect, the... respect to Martial for getting that money. I love Fair Martial. Play. I I, I so dream, You know how much I love. I him. dream of a day where he plays to his full potential. But God, is he frustrating when he's not? Um, but hey, gotta that, give him a shot. That man uh ditched preseason to go see his child get born and someone said that that wasn't in the rules. He was like, "Fuck you, that's my kid." And I was like, <laughs> "I respect that."
1: Three respect. Respect.
0: Three respect, respects to respect. the martial man, Woodward. I think he's a little schemer, I, I, in a good way. And I kind of I kind of like these backroom dealings. Um also, stay woke. I don't think we needed to buy a center half. I think if Mourinho didn't blow their confidence to bits, we'd be okay. So, <laughs> I, you know, Mourinho is the only one getting two Premier League titles worth of disrespect. We
1: might, um, we might be singing a different ter- tune tomorrow when he, uh, he rogue sells Lindelof and Bayi, and you're rolling out <laughs> Smalling and Jones for the rest of the season.
0: How is he even? Oh, the European transfer <laughs> deadline. By Miles. God,
1: he's sending them to Japan. He does not give a fuck. Uh, okay, so that that wraps up respect or disrespect. Maybe
0: we'll bring that one back uh, a little later in the later in the season. We have to we have to change the units that we're doing though. Like when there's a new good quote, you know. Oh
1: uh, like, yeah yeah yeah. I mean yeah. Well, I don't know if there's gonna be a. Well, maybe we'll have like a like a like a spin the wheel type of thing. Are we going to rate it on the respect scale? Are we going to rate it on the decision of the day scale? We'll do some, we'll make some fun ones uh um Okay, so let's talk uh Champions League to round this thing out. I don't know yeah. if you want to get too deep into, if you just want to oh, talk about the uh, Premier League. I had teams. I had
0: I had two small things if you if you'd allow me to just round them out in the Premier League. Well, First of, of all, but of course, uh just two little around the horn things. Richard and Richardson is yep. a uh, a uh, fraud. Sin. See what I did there? <laughs> he's a fraud. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, not hot on Cause this he's, guy because he's got
1: called into the Brazilian team.
0: He got a he got a red card for what is called a 2018 headbutt, where you basically rub heads against each other until there's so much friction that one person has to bounce back before he catches on fire, and that's a yeah. red card.
1: Yeah, in a, in a, I guess it's the rule, but who wrote that rule? It's it just, um, like, it's just, let them let posture. Give them both a yellow. He didn't do anything. He yeah, that head. was the,
0: I mean, it it's really, it's one thing to disagree with a call live and, you know, be mad at the ref. It's another thing, I watched a match of the day where all the pundits weighed in and they were like, red card, without a doubt, why is he doing it? Yeah, it was stupid, but what are we calling that these days? It wasn't. It wasn't like. It wasn't a headbutt. It was like a tilt of the head.
1: Yeah, I mean, to to all the pundits' um, credit, you know, so to speak, that traditionally has been called a headbutt. It's not, but it's just it's ridiculous. And I get what it is. It's, it takes away the referee from having to decide. How violent was that headbutt? If you move your head towards somebody else's, it's a headbutt. Yeah. I get why they do yeah, that. Fair. But,
0: I um uh, also how stupid how stupid you have to be. I, I I've never been so lost in a moment. I I've never been a professional soccer player, but to I that's to do something that's stupid, where you know the repercussions is insane.
1: Yeah, I it, it yeah, it's not. It's not like he didn't
0: know what was gonna happen. Yeah. So uh, uh, two good games. I was down on him. You know, I think those were easy goals all around. Yeah. And uh, eh,
1: that second one against Wolves was was pretty special.
0: Mm, I didn't see it. Now, <laughs> <laughs> now he's got three games on the bench. So think about what you've done. Uh, second thing I want to talk about. You remember how I was saying, Navas, I'm so short-sighted that uh, Ruben Neves' uh, free kick was the goal of the season?
1: Do we have a better one?
0: In week three, it's been ousted by Fulham's uh, Sari, that, that goal from outside the box. Now it's the goal of the season. Call it. It's over. Goal of the season. Wait,
1: so you're not, you're not just ousting Neves. You are now locking in a different pick yeah, with 35 it. match weeks left.
0: Yeah, it's not going to change. Lock it in.
1: Okay, goal so of the that is... Uh, That's one change so far on the books for goal of the season. For those of you keeping track at home, I've yet to claim it. I think both of those goals will be outdone.
0: No, no, no. It's goal of the season. (laughs) 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 You'll see. Um, And then last thing, um, I didn't think there was much of a talking VAR uh, this this week because I actually think I was keeping track of this since we started the podcast, too. I think refs have been doing a pretty good job so far. So far. Yeah. You know, there's still some calls that could have gone either way, and they chose one way. But um, with yeah, the exception – Wait till Mike Dean refs an Arsenal game. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll have some talking points. We'll with, have a lot of fucking talking points. Oh, my God. With the exception of uh, when Everton played uh, Bournemouth and Walcott, um, you know, was in on goal. Actually, that's – that's, he was outside of the 18, headed towards the general direction of goal, and he got pulled down. And um, the defender got given a straight red. And Walcott, Walcott all all credit to the guy in the post game interview said, "Yeah, I don't know what a red card is these days." And he's the guy who got fouled.
1: Yeah, I, 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 in the moment I was like, "That's probably fair," but then once I, you know, look, like saw it a little more, took a little angle of where he was, you know, I, I know you hate you hate when I say it, but that's an orange for me. It's an orange. I do hate that so much. <laughs> That's such a cop out. Well, I think we need to relook at the rule book. We can both agree on that.
0: <laughs> the, the the rule book needs a second glance. I need the physical rule book. I need to know where it is. There's only one yeah. copy, like the declaration.
1: Yeah, it's in 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 Seth Blatter's bathroom. He just shits on it daily. I'm gonna He's steal not even in charge anymore. Um, <laughs> we're going to steal that thing. But yeah, we have a we have a Champions League draw. We do. Oh, one more VR VR. You don't you don't want VAR for the um The uh, the wolves goal against city, the blatant handball. I mean, I guess. Yeah. To me, it's like, and this is the other part of the rule book. Everyone's understanding of the handball is uh, it has to be intentional. Unless you use it to score, then if it hits your hand, it's a handball. Yeah. The rules change based on the situation.
0: I I don't think you can var handball. It's just a waste of time. Yeah. Fair enough. You're always going to debate it unless someone's because you're judging intent. Unless you yeah. pick up audio of him saying, "I'm gonna hit this ball," <laughs> <laughs> and then he punches it.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. So Champions League draw. Um, you want to just rapid fire who's advancing out of each group, and we'll will hang a little longer on the um, on the Premier League groups.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. Group yeah, A. Yeah. Run. Run.
1: Uh, Atletico, Dortmund, Monaco, and Club Bruges. Who's coming out?
0: Atletico, Dortmund, right.
1: I wouldn't sleep on Monaco, but yeah, I'd go with them as well.
0: No, I mean, agree. Okay.
1: Group B, Barcelona, Tottenham, PSV, enter.
0: Um, Real quick, this was the one thing I wanted to brought up that I thought was pretty funny. PSV, um, club coefficient-wise, got literally the unluckiest draw in the entire realm of possibility. Barcelona was the top-rated one pot. Mm -hmm. Tottenham was the number one rated two pot. Inter was the number one rated four pot, and PSV is the worst rated three pot. <laughs> Definition that's, of a shame. That's shaft, pretty hilarious, ladies and gentlemen. Um,
1: so who are who's joining PSV coming out of that group?
0: I feel like I'm taking the soft takes because it's one and two, but I think Barca and Spurs have this one.
1: All right, I'll go Barca Inter. Just to be a contrarian.
0: Yeah. Personal Top bias. Of
1: shit. PSV's got the lowest coefficient. Whatever. Um no I you you know that I you, I think very highly of uh of Syria. Um and I know you don't, but to that's a fault.
0: But then yeah, again, we'll if see. they're all like sorry, sign me up. Right? I just want to chew um, on They do well. Lights.
1: They do well in the Champions League though. They do well. Roma beat Barca Barcelona last last go round Yeah. Juve nearly beat Madrid.
0: Yeah, that's true. I think I'm a bit of a hater, but
1: I, I at least think that their top tier talent gets slept on or uh, their top their top clubs. Um Group C: PSG, Napoli, Liverpool, and Red Star Belgrade.
0: Uh, ooh. PSG, Liverpool.
1: Yeah, yeah. It sucks for Napoli. That's a rough draw.
0: I know. I was thinking about in my head. I was thinking, will PSG just blow it? But they still have Mbappe. Not the group stage. They still have Neymar. Not the group stage. They're good enough. To Round of sixteen, sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. But not the group stage. Yeah. No clutch. Uh,
1: I think. I think it's. You know, there's. Napoli's going to be a tough a game away for both those teams. So if they can scrape three points out of either <laughs> one of those games and maybe a draw on the road, I wouldn't I wouldn't sleep on Napoli. Yeah, fair. Um, I think all of these have been kind of three-horse races with a clear number
0: three. I was thinking so this morning when I saw the draw, It's these are good teams. I feel like you don't, unless you're drawing out of the fourth pot, like those are the real scrubs. And everyone Even else. Even
1: those teams seem better than... I've thought in the past.
0: Right, yeah. I remember these random Romanian teams just kind of holding it down in the Champions League years ago. But anyway. Yeah.
1: Okay, so Group D. We got uh, Lokomotiv Moscow, Porto, Schalke, and Galatasaray. Oh, that one's well, kind that's of a, a, that's a big toss-up. That's
0: toss a scrub up. group. Also, what the fuck is up with Lokomotiv Moscow in the first pot? Is the, uh, is the final in Russia? Does that have anything to do with the Champions League? I think money. It can't right? Russian money. Something. No, it's
1: got to be. Uh, I don't know,
0: man. Did they yeah, win I, the I, league? Did they win the Russian league? That's probably. what I happened. mean, they had to have. Yeah. If they didn't, I'm, I'm, I'm staying woke on this, and I'm calling in an inquest. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, for for you those gotta, of you, you out there you listening, the um, yeah, James the is home.
1: James Burton is the one questioning the Russians, not Patrick Patrick is um, very supportive of <laughs> locomotive
0: Moscow. All right, who's coming? Tell out where of that group? I live. Oh, okay. Apologies. Um, they won the Russian league last year. And so the Russian league must be um It must be in that first sixth in the coefficient conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, wow. fair enough. That's actually pretty impressive for them. Okay, fair enough. Uh so so who's coming it would out? be England England, Spain, Italy. We're going off on a tangent. Entertain me here. England, Spain, Italy, France, um, Russia and Germany, yeah, all right. I there guess not Portugal. Okay, yeah. Um, I've got Schalke and I've got um n- 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 Porto.
1: Interesting. Um, I have, I have uh Moscow and Porto. I think they're. In, I mean, that, I think that group's a complete toss up, but they're in pot pot one for a reason. Um, uh, Group E: Bayern, Benfica. Ajax and A
0: E K Athens. Ooh. Um that was a good draw for Bayern. I've got them going through with uh Benfica, who are actually really average. I think they're just a little better than um a little better than Ajax, but they got torn apart by Liverpool last year.
1: Yeah, I'm actually gonna go with Ajax. Um I, I I might be mixing up my Portuguese team, but I think Benefica was the one that had an absolute meltdown where their they their did, club yeah. president basically st- stuck a gang of thugs on their players at some point. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, no, quite literally. Uh, I mean, I might be thinking of the wrong team, but that was the team that um, Rui Patricio left, went to Wolves. Like, half the teams just left. So I think that they are going to complete Jesus. disarray. That's how you build um, character, though. Yeah. <laughs> And also, I might be thinking of the wrong Portuguese team. So let's, yeah, I mean, let's remember that. I, I we'll took, find we'll figure that one out I on our, our at credentials next value. week.
0: Maybe I shouldn't.
1: Well, um, I'm going to ask you to stall for just a moment because I hit the wrong button on my iPad. Up oh, here we go. Um, Group F, uh, City with a great draw. Sec. Donut sec. You can't put that many consonants together in that order and expect me to get it right. Leon and Hoffenheim.
0: I'll go Leon with uh, City. With with City? Yeah.
1: I'm going Hoffenheim uh, because I think that uh, Reese Nelson's getting transferred there, so I'm going to support my boy. I think that was was foolish. What? What? Hoffenheim. Well, Reese Nelson's going there. Um, Uh, Yep. All right. He's like the best player in the junior premier league, whatever it's called. Uh, Group G. Leon? Real Madrid, Roma, Moscow, and Victoria Pleasant. Whatever the fuck that is.
0: Where does Real Madrid play? Huh? Where does Real Group Mad- G? No, but like, where are they from? The Real Madrid. Who was on their team?
1: The Real Madrid.
0: I'm drawing a blank. Um, the
1: player of the World Cup, Lucas Modric.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, that Real Madrid. Yeah, I'll take that. One. Yeah. And, yeah, then, and then Roma? And then Roma, yeah. That one's that one's probably the easiest one.
1: Group H, your favorite. Juventus, United, Valencia, and making their first appearance ever in the Champions League, Young Boys.
0: Young Boys!
1: Best name in the Champions League. Best, Best name.
0: Ashley Young's Boys. He's Who we gonna, got? Yeah. Uh, you think United comes out? Yeah, I do. Um, I don't think Valencia has too many players to be scared about these days. Uh, and you watch
1: your tongue. Santi Cazorla just got revealed by a magician Ooh. about a month ago.
0: <laughs> did he drop a a curtain? And no,
1: he was in like a a tube, a cylindrical tube, a clear tube, and then the magician filled it with smoke, and there was Santi. <laughs> did he give waiting him his, on the other?
0: Did he give him his quads back?
1: I think it was his Achilles. Um, and Both yes, he has Achilles. those back. He's playing. No, he's, he he played a full ninety the other day, which makes me just so happy. Moment of silence. I- what a guy. He's lauded as like one of the most technically gifted players that like all these Arsenal players. Say, yeah, he's the most technically gifted player I've ever
0: played with. That's awesome. Um It's kind of crazy. It's hard complete to complete two-footed player. It's hard to put bias past this cuz I think you would also bet on United. So I can't just say they're going to lo- like finish behind Valencia. But um I I'm actually- banking
1: on uh I'm banking on a United collapse. Mm. In the late late winter, which mm. is kind of when those big Champions Leagues come in. That's mm-hmm. that that if if I'm taking Valencia, that's the road. It needs to be
0: an almighty collapse. Yeah,
1: which it could be. Though, though I could also see United saying "fuck it" to the Premier League in October and having a hell of a Champions League run. Mourinho
0: realizing that's his route to keeping his job. I'm not counting out a season where we finish like eighth and win the Champions League.
1: Oh no! There's 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 no. There's no scenario that's impossible with Mourinho at the helm.
0: And then Arsenal finishes fourth, and we kick them out of the last place to play in next year's Champions League. That's like a wet dream for me.
1: That would really stink. <laughs> what if anyway. we win Europa, though? Uh, then we Do we kick out, do we kick out Tottenham I, somehow? I, that would be I, fucking I, awesome. That would be cool. <laughs> if we both in finish some, out of the top in four. In some reality, yeah. Oh, that's gold. Um, All right, well, we got a um we got a hopefully a low key weekend for each of our teams. Let me see if there's any Yeah, hopefully any no surprise games. I don't think there's any big games this weekend right before the international break. Let me just let me give a quick little once over. Uh this must Call be just out any absolutely riveting radio. As I wait for my iPad. Um Leicester Liverpool I mean maybe Leicester can do something but not that exciting. Um West Ham at home against Wolves. Do they get off the snide? Do they get a point? Yeah. Yeah, I got to think so. All right, so nothing too crazy. Watford Tottenham, battle of the two nine-point teams. That's got to be
0: something. Oh, ooh, that's a good way to tee it up. Yeah,
1: and then we head to the international break, so we're going to have uh, a lot to talk about once the transfer window is fully closed. Hopefully, El Elneny's still a gunner. Oh, uh, well.
0: That's the first phase of uh, It's Coming Home Part 2. It's Coming Home Again.
1: <laughs> the
0: Comeback Story. Um,
1: yeah, no, it's another fun one. Um, well, clearly, we have not learned our lesson on brevity, but I enjoyed it. Hey,
0: I think, you know, I enjoyed it. You enjoyed it. I hope everyone at home enjoyed it. I've been shamelessly handing out links to our subscriber page. So. I don't, you know, I think this is probably coming out right before we do a friends and family. But if anyone's listening, you know, we appreciate the hell out of you. And hopefully you guys will keep on keeping on.
1: Yeah. And we'll, uh, we'll figure out what our uh, Instagram and Twitter handles are so we can actually plug those at the end of these shows. But we're on there somewhere. Probably as a little egg.
0: Yeah. One love. Thank you guys. All right. Peace.